Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode on the Tai Chasers podcast, where each and every week we try to bring you something special and exciting to either make you a better angler, or at least come away with something new to understand and info. Well, today is not one of those episodes. This episode will be actually dedicated to the wives of you fishermen and help them with getting you something you want for the holidays. Uh, now, before we start running down the gift ideas, let me remind you to check out our last episode with Captain Brian Woodfield of Stripe T Sport Fishing, where we discuss about the all the targetable species here in New Jersey and also about the amazing fall run that we have been having so far. But now let me introduce you our host for the co-host for the evening, Tyler, and possibly maybe a surprise drop-in visit from our favorite fly professor, Bobby. How you doing, Tyler? I'm doing great, Kwai. How are you doing? Good, man. We're at the uh, the end game, we call it, right? The end game of the season for some of us, not not the cold water guys like you fly fishermen that like to you know, be out there in a trout and freezing rain, freezing waters and stuff. For me, my season's pretty much about ending. Yeah, I know. I had an epic day uh, a couple weeks ago, right after Thanksgiving. I was up in the state college area doing uh, some fly fishing for brown trout. Um, but yeah, things are slowing down. I'm starting to go through a little bit of fishing withdrawal, which is not good. But uh, at the same time, you know, Christmas season is here. Going to think about getting lots of new stuff to get geared up over the winter. So that, that helps. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think uh, I think this should help. You should send this episode to your uh, girlfriend, right? To help oh, yeah, her out absolutely. a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. man. Look at that. So, guys, this should be a super great episode. Please keep in mind that a lot of these products are from our own experiences and opinions, but we're sure to have a variety, a variety of everything to pick around. So make sure you send this episode to your wives, your girlfriend, your significant others as they uh, are making their way out to the malls. Teach them how to load podcasts into those fancy radios we have in our cars. <laughs> All right, cool. That's, I mean, me and Tyler's got a bunch of stuff to go through. Like I said, uh, we have a little bit of everything. We got everything from high dollar rods and reels to like, you know, entry level stuff. So I mean, it gives your wife the opportunity to uh, pick out something nice for you. You know, when she finds out that rod that reel you picked that you bought last season was like, what the heck? I mean, we kind of might hurt you guys in that, but you know, it's, it's the name of the game. Santa Slay is going to be weighed down after this episode is all I'm going to say. He's going to uh, need a, uh, he's going to need a hitch for that new boat hooked up to the back of the sleigh. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. All right, so first of our first shot off, we're gonna start off. Let's 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 get into rods. We love rods. I love rods. You know, I work I work for a rod company, and then you know our other co-host Lee Wayfield is an ambassador for St. Croix too. So we have little opinions on everything, and we use all kinds of rods. The four of between the four of us. Uh, so I'm gonna get by pretty much go through my three picks. You know, for rods this season, I'm gonna go everything from top of the line to like nice entry-level rod, but still does the business where it needs to be. Um, as everyone know, I am a Century Pro staff, so the first rods I'm going to pick right off the top tier is going to be our Century Weapon, 
you know, available anywhere between seven, seven, six, and up to custom size if you'd like. Uh, they start out like 636, which is levy heavy on the budget end, but you know, at the same time, it's we're built, it's built quality rods. You know, trust me, if you get this rod, it's one of those things that's you, when you put it in your hand, you feel it. Um, all right, my middle class rod, and everyone likes it. Price point's perfect, and they've been doing really well. And they just came out with a new series of these, but is uh, the Jigging World Nexus now? The, the 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 regular ones going around 150 bucks entry level right right there, but they're coming out the new Nexus 2.0. Heard a lot of amazing things with that new rod coming out, so you guys got to keep an eye on that. They might not be out for Christmas, but you know you could always just say, "Hey, husband, I owe you later, right? I'll get you a Nexus 2.0." Amazing rod. Uh, my last choice, and then this is entry level, and I love it. I, I love this rod. I started out using this rod a lot, and I still have. A few of them sitting there for you know they're great for like when i have new people on the boat that you know aren't super experienced and i don't want to put a 700 r rod in their hand so i grab one of these uh are the tsunami carbon shield two so they start out anywhere between 130 bucks makes their way up but you know they're right there super solid rods everything for the back bay uh even for the front and even for the out front too so they can handle some really serious fish so those are my three rod picks for this uh for this episode what do you what do you got from your tower well i got a few call but before we uh, get to that, i want to back up a little bit you said the tsunami would be a good all-around rod for kind of back bay or out front how about your other two rods you know give give our listeners an idea about what they would be ideal for oh the other two rods same thing you know me the way i fish is back bays inlets and then a little bit ocean front right i'm not i'm not talking about 100 miles offshore 50 miles offshore i'm talking about like stuff in the back with rowing you know swim baits spooks topwater jigs fluke tog sheep's head uh those kind of things and the weapon the jigging war the nexus and the tsunami carbon show all three are have the capabilities to be used out back and also out front uh and they all have their their own things the you know, best thing to do is put them in your hand if you can't put them in your hand just trust what we say <laughs> awesome cool so great all-around rods for our waters that's good stuff to know and like you said different different tiers or different price levels um, for me, and I know our fellow co-host, uh, Lee Wakefield, right? We're all about St. Croix rods. Um, so I got a couple different ones we're looking at. I know Lee and I have had some discussions about the new St. Croix Avid Inshore. Um, so I'm sure that a lot of us have fished Avid Inshore rods before if you spend a lot of time in the salt. Um, but these completely redesigned. They're a higher grade material that they've been made with. Um, they debuted at ICAST back over the summer. I know Lee has gotten a, a some chances to test these rods out in Jersey and they are great. Um, you're going to love the new Avid Inshores. So um, I wouldn't say it's an upper level as far as pricing goes. Okay. It's just a little bit above mid range pricing. So, um, you know, it's still a very affordable rod. I love freshwater fishing and bass fishing as well. You know, since I live in Southeastern PA and a little bit farther away from the shore. So St. Croix came out with a new Mojo Bass Trigon rod, um, totally redesigned of their old Mojo Bass series, also came out at ICAST. And one of the things that most impressed me about this rod um, is the feel of the handle. Uh, It has been perfectly designed to fit perfectly in your hand. Um, It has, like I said, great feel to it. And again, price range is pretty similar to the old Mojo Bass, maybe a little bit more, but it's still like a mid-level rod at the price point. And then also... Um, for my third rods, you know, I love to fly fish. So I was thinking a little bit about that. St. Croix has a couple new fly rods out. Um, they have the connect series, which replaced their old Mojo trout fly rods. So it's a little bit more of an entry level, uh, rod for them. Kind of, you could use it for multi-species. Um, and then they have the new Evos, uh, rods, which are much higher dollar rod, higher tier. Um, they have the regular Evos for freshwater fishing, which I am very anxious to try out. Um, and then they also came out with one for saltwater fishing. So whether you're chasing stripers uh, in the back, right, with the fly, or if you're planning on making a trip south to Florida somewhere, um, you know, those might be some options you might want to consider. Those are some amazing choices for rods. Uh, I've experienced a couple of those. Um, I did have an experience with the uh, that the new uh, St. Croix Mojo Inshore. Had that experience with, uh, with Lee on the boat while we were sheep's head fishing. That rod bends and it feels the tip is amazing for the like the light jigs we were using and like the sensitivity of the bites and stuff. You could see literally feel and see watch every fish that ate and swam away with the jig. That's how and then it had a backbone. It had an amazing backbone to pull those fish out of structure. So I mean, I I 
do love St. Croix rods. I really do. And they're, they're, they are some amazing pieces of work. Yeah. I mean, I would say, well, I have an older Mojo inshore rod, uh, older than what Lee has. And you saw how it handled that Cobia that we fought for an hour. Um, and the new Mojo inshore rods that came out, I think it was about two years ago now. Those are great rods. The material that they're made out of is what the old uh, Avid inshores used to be made out of as well. So if you have an Avid inshore from a couple years ago, the latest Mojo inshores, they're made out of the same material as that. So yeah, that's um, pretty amazing because be I, I used to fish the uh, the old Mojos a lot, like the Mojo inshores. I had, I had the whole collection and I liked them. They were a little bit on the heavy side for me. But the new Mojo Insures, half that weight at least. They're so light. Yep. Yeah, they're like great, great options with, you know, lots of spinning rods, um, but also the conventional rods as well. So perfect for like back bay fluking, you know, or even something that I'm interested in, in getting is uh, one of those Mojo Insure or Avid Insure conventional rods to try out for maybe Tog or Sheep's Head mm-hmm. on some of the vertical jigging that we do. So, um, yeah, it, lots of exciting options. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's... And these were once again, ladies and gentlemen, these are just our opinions and stuff that we've used. But there's so many other companies out there that make incredible rods. You're talking about Fenwick HMGs, um, you know, what other rods are out there? There's there's just so many brands, you know, like you just gotta kind of do the research, but we're just giving you our opinions on what we feel have been doing fantastic on the market. So all right. So now after this, we're gonna you get a rod, or if your husband already has a favorite rod, you're gonna have to get a reel, you know, if he's Reels are a little bit picky. Every 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 guy is a little bit picky on what brands and stuff they use. Um, it's one of those things you just gotta gotta go for it and just see see if they like it. You know, worst comes to worst, they don't like it, they take it back and return it, right, and get something they want. So here goes my uh, here goes my top three, and we're same way. It's gonna be top tier, and then we're gonna go right down to entry level. Uh, top tier, and I definitely have to get one of these sooner or later. It's gonna be the need a new twenty twenty three uh, Daiwa Saltiga um they start out at uh for 4k it's like 540 and then you, then they got the big boys that you go get into like tunas and stuff right so you're those are you're looking at about a thousand bucks but you're that's like a 14 that 14k or something like that but i mean they're built super solid if you ever fish the old saltigas these new ones are amazing like just the feel they're light it's just spools are massive and can hold so much line um goes second, time to time yeah yeah, pretty much. That's all you go hunting time. That's the, that's the only reason you're ever going to get something like that. It's going to save it for those big ghosts when they make their showing. Um, second choice, something that I've always used and I use all the time a lot, especially my back bay fishing, uh, Shimano Stratix. You know, they, they're amazing. Even last year's model, this New Year's, the, the one that just dropped uh, ICAST this season, amazing reels, super smooth. Uh, start at about 180 bucks for like a 2500 and then you go up. You don't really need that big. Like, a, a 3000 can handle a good majority of everything we fish for um, in the back bays. And if you want to go out front for like bigger bass and stuff, you might move up to like a 4k or something like that. Um, but like if, if you're fishing back 2,500, 3,000, 3k great for fluking, you know, I use it for sheep's head, uh, togging, jig togging. It's great. Super smooth. Fantastic. And the last one, you know, believe it or not, it's, it's been my workhorse this year for all those big basses that you've been seeing me post it's it's been my daiwa bg super entry level they start at like 150 bucks uh i use i run a, a 3500 and then i've been beating on 40 pound basses all year with it it's it, they're they're workhorses they're like 150 bucks you can't beat it you can break it and just go get another one and but they don't exactly they, they you just beat the crap out of them so uh definitely something to look into I know you put your reels to the test squad. So if you're saying that it's a workhorse, then it's a workhorse. Yeah, it's a workhorse. Like I'll pick that up before I pick up anything else and I will beat the crap out of it until it falls apart. So, so those are my three. Uh, what do you got for me, Tyler? Well, uh, something similar. And you mentioned the Shimano Stratic. Um, I remember seeing those at ICAST. They won an award for best new freshwater reel. So, you know, I think for all of those guys out there that you know, are fishing a spinning rod for, um, you know, for largemouth bass on a lake, smallmouth bass or walleye on a river, Shimano Stratic FM is something that you want to consider pairing up with the new rod. I can't say I've ever really been uh, picky with reels. You know, I'm definitely a lot more selective with the rods and then the reels. I just, I try to find value, um, mm-hmm. something that's going to work well, but not something that's going to break the bank either. 
So uh, on the saltwater side, I know Penn just updated their Spinfisher uh, reels over the summer to the Spinfisher Spinfisher Seven now. So that might be a nice mid-range uh, option for somebody to consider. But if I had my dream saltwater reel, it would be the Penn Authority. I know it's a little bit more high dollar. Uh, I love Penn reels; they've worked very well for me, never let me down. And the Authority is definitely my favorite that they've made. So. Uh, you know, if you're if you're trying to find that extra special gift for somebody, you might want to think about that. And uh, I guess third, I've already done a little bit of Christmas shopping for myself, and I I may have bought myself a new Lampson Liquid S fly reel um, to pair up with a new fly rod. So that would be uh, that would be my go-to. And sometimes too, you know, like a Lampson Liquid, I found a great deal at my local fly shop. They had it on sale for the holiday season. So you know, you never know what kind of good deals you're going to find. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, Penn's, Penn makes all of these solid stuff. And even my buddy, John, my first mate, Johnny, he uses all Penn. He's got the authority. He's got the battles. He's got the, all of them. And you know what? He pounds the crap out of them, and they keep working. So, I mean, keep an eye out for those Pens, man. They make some quality stuff. Hey, look who popped in. Hello, Professor. How you doing? Yoo-hoo! I'm good. How's everyone doing? We're fantastic. We're fantastic. Wait, 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 wait. Are what are we, we talking over, about? Are we over no shave November yet? Why do you still have why do you guys still have some of that all over you? Okay, first of all, it's very cold and my face gets chilly. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> you see Tyler over there? Look at Tyler has a cold looking face. I know. It's just it's just so smooth like a baby's butt. Oh, <laughs> uh, these are the nicest compliments I've gotten all week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Well, we, well, earlier we went through rods, Bobby, and then uh, now we're just discussing reels. We can we can hop back in the rods because you know our, our our favorite fly guys here. What do you got for us on fly rods? Fly well, rods got a lot of new ones. There's only one. What did we mention already? Uh, well, the only one we mentioned for fly rods is uh St. Croix. We did the St. Croix. Uh, Tyler went through a couple of St. Croix. Um, I mean, if you want a really nice gift, yeah, that's right. It make sure, be, uh, it's uh, got to uh, be the stage R8. It has yeah. to be. So should I forward this episode to Tabby? <laughs> she already knows. She knows. Uh, of course. Of course she knows. Yeah. The stage R8 is their top of the line beast of a fly rod. I mean, it can do anything from light stuff to heavy stuff to salt. I mean, it is just insane. That being said, it does come with a hefty price tag. So mm-hmm. if I had to like tone it back a bit, um, they actually make one that's called the Sage Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is really like your all-in-one ready-to-go package for anyone that's like starting out beginner fly rod comes with reel comes with fly rod comes with fly line um so that makes a really nice gift and that will not break the bank uh available on amazon only 600 ish bucks instead of the thousand and above that the r8 is and you can get that in kind of any size again as as well as you want. I mean, your trout, your typical five way, you can go six way if you really want to throw some more meat. And then it's not the best for salt. So I wouldn't even think about doing it for salt, but for a trout rod or a beginner bass rod in terms of freshwater bass, I think it's a good option. Yeah, that's I'm a nice like- price range for a combo that comes to fly line because you know, you figure most even most entry level um fly rods if you were to just to buy the rod and then go pick out a reel for it and pick out the fly line for it you're probably going to be running pretty close to that amount by the time it's all said and done yeah yeah i mean reddington also makes a nice combo um it's not as great the quality i would say but still very nice for a beginner rod um and they make that in a whole different host of different uh combinations that you can do including there's one for salmon there's one for trout there's one for freshwater bass there's a saltwater one, so there's lots of different options. Ooh, they call them kits online. So they have different kits available that are a nice option as well if you don't want to shell out for the pretty penny there. I mean, those run you about three, 400 bucks, but also a really nice beginner setup. Yeah, not bad. I mean, don't underestimate freshwater fly rods for um, saltwater either. I've been using that Orvis Clearwater for like oh, ever. I've been using that rod forever to yeah. beat on tarpon, bonefish, and everything. And so technically, it's a freshwater rod, but I've been using it. That was my first saltwater rod. Now I, I was I've caught everything on it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of that. That that rod is a little more soft and a little more forgiving. Yeah. Um, but really nice entry rod again. Uh, and then if you wanted to go for bank, you go for the Orvis Hydros. Uh, no, or the Helios. Helios. Yeah, those I have one. That's my ten weight. So nice. Really, yeah. really nice rod. 
I haven't got a chance to cast at the fly show. I might have to this year. So, so Bobby, since you have a little one on the way, right? <laughs> so say we wanted to get, uh, what's a good age for kids to get in their fly fishing? Like five, maybe? What's that? When did you, like, I would say you started young, right? Yeah, I think I started around five. I started five. with, a, it was actually a seven and a half foot Reddington. Okay. So if, yeah, so if you, so five-year-old, right? You, you, dad wants to get the five-year-old into fly fishing, get him a Christmas gift. So what do you think? What do you think is like a good kind of starter package to get him into fly fishing? Um, I mean, anything seven, you got to, it's all about size at that age. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine feet or even and above 10, way too much for a little kid to handle. So yeah. you start at seven and a half, maybe even a six foot if you can find one, but seven and a half is a nice spot to start. Um, in terms of the rod, I mean, you're not looking for anything high end. It's obviously yeah. a little kid. They're going to beat it up. They're going to hit trees. They're going to smack the fly rod, the fly line into it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, something just mid grade. Uh, that's a solid rod. Like I said, I started with a Reddington. I think it's a great option again. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Um. Oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. There's a oh Fenwick. Fenwick has some weird names. Fenwick makes a nice seven and a half foot. We could even throw in your century, but I think it's a little expensive. Yeah, not, not for a five-year-old. <laughs> for a no. seven and a half. Um, Bobby, yeah, I can't believe you just called out my fly casting skills a minute ago with hitting the trees and hitting the line out there. I can't yeah. believe that. Yeah, yeah, you're like uh, a five-year-old. It's all right. I, I do it all the time, too. I catch trees more than I catch fish sometimes at yeah. the Dream Mile, so yeah. it's nothing new. Um, Yeah, but Fenwick makes a cool seven and a half. But the only thing you want to consider, though, again, this is – a beginner so you don't want to be handing them like a seven and a half foot eight weight yeah so you nice. want to get a four to five weight something nice and light that they can easily pick up and chuck and learn on yeah catch some oh. sunny some bluegills some sunnies yeah. small you, you could even think about something even lighter like a three weight mm-hmm. um almost like a euro rod to start i mean and it's going to be a little bit longer obviously but you're not trying to cast very far distances at that age you're just trying to kind of get in the water give them the concept get them yeah, the concept of it Hopefully you're in a spot where the fishing isn't too hard and you don't have to cast that far. I would say the dream mile is a perfect example. Your stocked water becomes your best friend. You want to be able to throw a noodle out there and catch a trout. Really yeah. get the kids interested. And I mean, at least that's my plan with my daughter that's on the way now. Yeah. Guys, I think we're missing out on the ultimate personalized Christmas gift. Something that Bobby has some experience with. And that is a custom rod from our buddy Mike Garone at Garone oh, Rods. Yeah. Yeah, uh, those rods are ridiculous. That's all I have to say about them. They are top quality and custom, so you can do whatever color combination you want. You can even put jungle cock on it. Um, he does some really nice feather work. And I yes, want mine to look like a candy cane. You could do that, too. I mean, he'll definitely do a red and white and swirl this it up for you all the way up. Yeah, um, he'll let you pick out your, your eyes. So you get whatever eye size you want. Mine on my new rod are very small, actually. They're very small diameter. Uh, gives it a little more feel. Sweet. That is, I mean, he did just move to Florida, so he's going to have to ship it to you, but well worth the money, I would say. Absolutely. We own two. I have one for my wife and one for myself, and they are absolutely worth the money. Definitely. So, some kind awesome. of custom, custom rods are worth it, man. Like, I work for a custom rod yeah, builders, too, and... It's it's just the way, you know, if you know exactly what you want and things like that, you know, some people like short butts, some people like long yep. roof seats a little further up, 10 inches or something like that. Yeah. Uh, custom builders, they, they don't cost much more than a stock rod. It's just a few extra bucks. But then you can get custom crazy stuff like titanium guides and real seats. And it's endless. The dreams are endless. Yeah. And I mean, you shouldn't be scared going in. I mean, like I said, Mike did move to Florida. But when I was doing mine, I went into his shop. And he gave me a sample. He said, hold this one, hold this one, hold this one. How does this feel? Do you like cork? Do you like the, I forget what the non-cork is, but. EVA or something like that. Yeah, EVA something like that. Do you like yeah. this feel? Do you like that feel? I'm a cork guy. I mean, going back to the fly rods, but I love having a cork handle. Do you want this length, but do you want that length, but how, how stiff do you want it? So he gives you all these options and lays it out for you. And even if that's too overwhelming. You can just tell them. You say, "I want a, I want a seven foot boat rod that can do everything all around, throw one to two ounce jigs nonstop." And he'll be like, "This is a blank for you. Let's talk colors." And then you have to go through colors. So, I mean, there is a lot of options, a lot of stuff you can do, but just you know, enjoy the process when you're doing it because at the end of it, you have something that's going to last you a lifetime, hopefully, and be something that you're going to fish forever. 
uh, and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy looking at it. You're going to enjoy people coming up to you and say, oh my God, that's a beautiful looking rod. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Um, but you're going to, you're going to have it forever. So just enjoy the process and enjoy the results. Yeah, most definitely too. Uh, I, I know I talked to you guys about this earlier in our, in our group texts every day, you know what I mean? Like waiters, it's kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? Waiters are kind of a big deal. And Bobby, I think you have pretty much the knowledge for waiters because me, I go through one pair a year and I keep being that guy that just like, I don't want to spend four or $500 on a pair of waiters. And yeah. you know what? I end up paying for that. I end up paying because every year I rip a new hole in one, uh, my feet freeze. They don't fit right. It's it's just horrible. And then I'm, I'm at the point where like, I'm just going to pull the guns and just get a really good pair that's going to last me. Yeah, that is my advice to anyone buying waiters. I mean, you can continue to buy crap, but over the course of the years, you're going to just end up buying yourself a pair of nice waiters anyway in terms of cost. I mean, yeah. you're going to go every year, you're going to spend 100 to $200 buying basic waiters, and you might as well just buy something that's going to last you a little bit longer. On top of that, when you do buy something that's a little nicer, they have a great um, warranty. That's what the word I was looking for. Yeah, they have a great warranty program. So you try every year. I just try to make it to the end of the season, usually winter, because it's not like that. You send it in, they fix it, they send it back. It usually takes a couple of weeks. So if I have a problem, I usually deal with the leak till the fall. Then I'll send it in the fall. And then by spring, my waiters are back. They're fixed and so forth. But there's a, a few waiters that I really like. I mean, I am rocking uh, the Sims G3 or the G4 right now. I forget which number we're at. Um, they are really, really nice and really quality. I'm a big fan of the ones with zippers in the front now, <laughs> um, mostly because I'm a human filter. I think everyone knows that. I, I drink a lot of beer, and when what goes in must come out. Yeah. Uh, Sims actually just made a new waiter. It's called the Freestone. Um, really nice quality kind of entry waiter. Um, they are a little bit more pricey because you're paying for what you get, of course. Um, I have them. They are very nice. Yeah. I just got them back in the like early summer. Yeah, so they're very nice to have the zipper in the front as well. So um, they're beautiful. I did wear Reddington's for a very long time. Uh, again, a little bit cheaper. Have the zipper in front if you want. Um, really nice waders, but uh, I found they didn't last as long. Um, and then, I mean, I could just go on and on about waders. Patagonia makes a really nice waiter as well. Very, very nice quality. I know all the people out in Oregon are uh, pretty much exclusively Patagonia. Um, and the biggest thing with waders, actually, if you want them to last is you don't want them to be loose. If mm. they're loose, flopping around, they get caught on sticks, they get caught in trees. You want them to actually, I wouldn't say tight, but you want them to be fitted to you. So uh, would your advice be like, go to a shop that has a few there, wear clothes that you naturally might be wearing for that trip, then go jump in a pair and see how you yeah, feel? Yeah, I mean, that, that's good, but their sizing is usually pretty good. So if you go pretty on close. and you look at their fit guide, mm -hmm. you'll get a pretty good sense and I usually go a bit above what I am. So if I'm like a 34 waist, I'll maybe see if I can get something that fits a 36. Mm -hmm. And that's only to accommodate when I do go steel heading, for instance. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing sweatpants. I'm going to be wearing thick socks and so forth. Bobby, um, let me ask you this about waiters. So let's say that somebody is, for a gift, looking to get either themselves or someone they know, like their first pair of waiters, you know, they might not be using them enough throughout the season that they're going to wear them out in a year what would you recommend you know yeah. for somebody getting a first pair yeah and, all, and, and also the other thing is uh should i get ones with boots or should i just get ones with like stock footings exactly where i was going to go there's two considerations should it be boots or just all-in-one stock foot <clears throat> um no other way around <laughs> all-in-one <laughs> boots stock foot and the other consideration is felt or rubber mm -hmm. and the first thing going felt or rubber is really what you're fishing. If you're fishing beaches, um, the felt really isn't needed. You could just get away with rubber. If you're in a river with lots of algae, lots of slip, or you're fishing maybe even jetties, of course, you can go get yourself a nice pair of corkers, which also makes a great gift to go on top of your boots. Um, but felt is definitely the way to go. I fished exclusively felt. Um, I do run into some issues with uh, bleaching them and having to disinfect them when they go into some waters, but it's well worth the headache in my mind to have felt in terms of <clears throat> weighting boots versus the actual ones that are attached to the boot. When I first started, I was always about the boot, um, not the, the boot attached. Yeah. <laughs> Keep messing it up. 
The yeah. all-in-one. The all-in-one. All in yeah, I was all about that for a while. It's easier to transport. You don't lose your boots. There's not enough. There's there's no maintenance with them. Um, so actually, my advice for like a beginner pair of waders for somebody that's just starting out is just go get Cabela's brands. Cabela's makes a really high-quality wader that have a great warranty as well if you want to hassle with it. Um, but I actually started fishing neoprene Cabela's waders for many years. Helps you stay warm. They're comfortable. They're easy to transport. Uh, and I almost, I, I want to say it was almost like just 10 years ago, I stopped using them and actually converted over to something that was a little more breathable and a little more easy to walk as I started to travel more and pack. Um, cause the issue with those is they're easy to transport, but they're not easy to pack. And what I mean by that is they take a lot of space. Yeah. Um, they're very, you're bold. talking about the Cabela's stocking foot ones, right? Yes. Correct. No, okay. they're, they're neoprene Cabela's like their basic entry waiter. Um, they're just bulky. They just don't fold up as well as uh, anything that's made of of the the Gore-Tex material. So, I mean, that's my advice is just to go get a very basic, simple pair. You know, Frog Togs, I think, is another great option. Yeah. I was looking at those, the the the, the Hellbenders. They fit yeah. really well. And they there's a Pro Series, which is a little bit more. But then, like, <laughs> they're, in, they're entry-level Hellbenders. They, like, for big, stocky guys like myself, they fit really well. And I like that. Yep. Yep. So they're a nice all in one. Yeah. I mean, I think like we mentioned with waders, the biggest thing to consider, you know, regardless of who you're getting them for is how much that person or how much, you know, you are going to use them. Because mm -hmm. like we just mentioned, you know, in our experience that if you get a cheaper pair of waders when you first start out and you're not using them that much yet, yeah, you might get a couple seasons out of them. But as soon as you start using them more, they're probably going to wear out faster. Right, um, right. And so that's just the important consideration to keep in mind is that you know, it's, uh, unfortunately you're probably not going to be able to buy a pair of waders that last a lifetime, but you know, you want to manage them to what you use them for. Yep. Very I mean, the guys in Oregon fish Patagonia, like I said, and you should see them. They're just filled with, um, holes upon holes that they just keep patching and patching <laughs> and patching. Uh, it almost looks like they were shot with buckshot at this point Jeez. Aware, and then they fix it. So I mean, those are high-grade waders that are easy to fix, which I think, you, again, you're paying for what you get. Um, so, I mean... Don't my, test your waders with buckshot. We're not <laughs> we're not advocating that here at Tide Chasers. I mean, yeah, so just getting back. So my advice would be to start, if you're not fishing a lot, you're just getting into it, just go buy a simple pair of Frog Togs or Cabela's brand waders, and then as you progress, get the Reddingtons, then go to the Sims and the Patagonias and so forth, and... You'll notice the improvements almost instantly. I mean, as soon as you go from your basic to your more advanced waders, you'll be a lot more comfortable. You'll be they're more breathable, so you'll you'll you won't sweat as much or stink as much, uh, and you'll just enjoy your day a lot more. But starting out, if you're only fishing once or twice, it's not worth the price. Yeah, totally agree. Like if you're only hitting the surf once, maybe twice a year, maybe three times a year, you don't need to go out and spend five, six hundred dollars on a pair of waders. Right, right. Just get a cheap pair of waders, and then if it's something you want to do all the time, yeah, go get something worth the investment. That's all. Right. Um, that being said, getting back to my child. Yeah. Reddington <laughs> also makes a pair of crosswater youth waders for the children. Oh yeah. And that would make a great gift for any kid that's trying to get out and start fishing. I also throw out there that there's lots of great options for uh, ladies waiters as well mm -hmm. across a lot of the major brands. So yep. if you're trying to, you know, if your wife is into fishing or your girlfriend's into fishing or, you know, a significant other wants to try fishing, there's lots of options out there to choose from as well. Amazing. All yep. right, cool. All right. We got touched. I'm glad we touched on, got touched on the fly rods. Uh, me and me and Tyler did touch up on like saltwater reels a little bit. Anything in particular, Bob, that you about reels? That you like saltwater? yeah salt water uh i just bought a bunch of stratics actually and they're pretty nice reels uh mm -hmm. kind of a bang for your buck kind of reel in my mind yeah uh, i do have oh it's a pen which pen is it um shoot it's a yeah. nice pen spin fisher or a newer like authority or something like yeah that. i was gonna say it's authority but i don't think it's the authority and it is a really nice reel um what's just under the authority Clash? It's spin fisher, isn't it? Clash or spin fisher? No, that's not it either. Why can't slammer? Slammer. Oh, the There's slammer. A pen slammer. Yeah, the slammer is right below that. IPX. IPX. Six. Six. Yeah. Rating. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the reel I like a lot. I just got I fish that in Florida a lot, and it is sealed, so you don't have to have so much maintenance on it. 
Um, so that is a nice option that I like to fish. Lee also uses the slammer a lot too. He, yeah. he has a few of those. Yeah, the authority is is nice. Uh, it's just too expensive for my blood. Yeah, I yeah. don't know about that one. You you also have a van stall. Uh, yeah, but got it at discount fly shop kind of thing. <laughs> um, didn't pay full price for it, but and actually, van stalls are really nice. I think if you're fishing Montauk, that's my advice. Yeah. For just everything that I do, it's way too much. It doesn't reel as smooth as most of the other reels. No, definitely and not. It's overkill. Um, do I feel nice when I drop it in the sand accidentally? Yes, I do. Yeah. Because obviously it's indestructible. But in, like, in terms of just like your everyday use, like I would not recommend a Vanstall at all. Not no. a bluegill reel? <laughs> Vanstalls with bluegill? I mean, why not? that's what I'm hearing. But uh, well, right, so we've touched on reels. Let's get into accessories. This could go, this can go lay way left or way right. So that's just, uh, I'm going to knock off a couple of my real quick accessories that I've noticed. Uh, uh, if you're a baller and your husband's a baller and he fishes van stalls, then you want to give him a pair of van stall titanium pliers. I mean, yeah, 380 bucks a pop, but you know what I mean? For a pair of pliers. But if he shows it to his friends, he's going to be the man. You know, if you don't want to mm-hmm. go that far, if you want to go that far, you can get the, uh, the Danko premiums. Uh, the premios, those are t- also titanium. They're like 150 bucks, but they're just as good, super quality. And then you got the, da- the regular Danko aluminums, which are, they're good. They're great. They 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 get through a season or two, and then until they start bending. But I mean, they're all great. You know, great pliers. Every fisherman needs a good pair of pliers. You know, sometimes when you get that hook fish, that fish hook too deep, you need it. Got a good pair of cutters on there. Um, a couple little things I've seen over the years that I really like the the uh, do. NLBNs, the no, no live bait needed big fish ruler. Those are cool. It rolls in and out. Uh, it's like 40 bucks. And, you know, it's real quick. It's safe with the fish. It lays flat. You lay the fish on top. The cool thing about it, it has certain marks. Like you get the 40 inches, right? They say, oh, big fish. Gets the 50 inches, says it's a cow. You know what I mean? So that's a cool ruler. I'll definitely get one for the boat. Uh, Dexter, Dextreme fillet knives. Those things are pretty cool. 50 bucks, but. You know, for the knives, you always need a really good fillet knife to like when you gotta fillet those fish up. Uh, and last but not least, uh, boga grips. Um, you can always get the cheaper ones from Amazon, but those things don't last more than a season. Salt gets them, they get corroded, they fall apart. If you're gonna get someone a set of boga grips, get get them a real good deal one. The the real deal ones, they range from like 150 bucks for like a 30 pound, and then like if you want to get if they really catch big fish and you see them catch big fish, get them a 60 pound boga. That's like 285. Um, they built the last super quality and they're rebuildable. You can set them off the Cal Harbor and they'll rebuild them back, back to new. Uh, so what do you I guys like got? For assess- so what do you guys got for accessories? Well, first off, I like your pliers idea. Cause I am in desperate need of a new pair of saltwater pliers. One that do not rust out every single year, even yep. though I wash them every yeah. time. No matter, no but- matter how much you wash them, th- those, pl- those $50, the 30, $50 pliers, they fall apart. The teeth, yep. the, the teeth, they bend. The cutters rust out and you know if you're gonna do it do it once right and then just never have to the only thing you be afraid of is dropping a 300 a pair of 380 or pair of pliers overboard exactly so my number one uh new accessory for this year uh is gonna have to be something that i believe is a newer company out of new jersey but it's called the bait mule mm-hmm. um so bait mule is something that I actually came across on Instagram, um, but they make liquid bait storage containers designed for gulp. So, you know, if you're like me and you like to go out on the party boats and fluke uh, up and down the East coast here, right. You're taking all your packages of your saltwater gulp grubs, right. You're trying to find somewhere to store them. You know, we all know that those packages leak like crazy, mm-hmm. right. You get one of these uh, bait mule storage containers, you dump them in there, you get the extra bottles of gulp juice, you dump them in there, and there you go. You have yourself a, a nice thing. Um, they make sizes that are one quart and one gallon, um, and they sell them at Tackle Direct. They sell them at Grumpy's. Okay, so not only are they a great product for you know things that we like to do here in the Northeast, but also um, you know a fairly local company as well. So that's my number one because I love Fluke. Um some of the other ones I was thinking about here. So, you know, I've got a tracker boat, right? Um, I love to see all the TV screens worth of electronics all over the boat. So uh, Lawrence has their new HDS Pro uh, fish finders. So that might be something worth checking out. I know I made the switch to Lawrence when I got my new boat, uh, I guess, two years ago now. And I love them. 
So I'd highly recommend a Lowrance fish finder. Um, and then the other thing that I picked up uh, here recently, which is actually still on sale until Christmas, I believe, uh, was from Bass Pro Shops. So they call it the Outfitter Organizer. Um, it's for fly fishing. It either comes in a two drawer storage uh, section or four drawers. It has spaces on the sides for your uh, fly rod tubes. Um, it has drawers where you can, you know, have storage space for some of your fly materials. It's wooden. It has wheels. Um, it's, you know, not something that's super big. Not saying that you could use it for like a fly tying bench, but, you know, just a place to kind of get all your rods out of the way and store some of your fly boxes. It's pretty nice. And uh, I think it's at retail somewhere around um, normally like a hundred bucks and they have it on sale for like 60 or 70 right now. So that's something else that uh, was on my list. Some good accessories right there. I like that bait, bait mule. It also comes in handy when you're storing like green crabs and like fiddlers for like on the bridges. It's just very good carriers. Man. They're solid. Yeah, I didn't really think about it for that either. But yeah, that would probably be really good storage for it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot we can talk about. One of my getting to think about your plies for a second. I mean, and you don't want to drop or lose those. So there's some really great stocking stuffers from a company called Chums. Hmm. Um, they make a ton of like floating accessories to kind of protect all your stuff. So they make a floating keychain. Uh, they make a, a, just a float chain. They make waterproof phone protectors that also float in case you want to don't drop your phone. Uh, they even make a floating wallet. <laughs> for, I think it's for somebody who's really on the water, but um, just a thought in case you ever clumsy with your wallet. So they make some really nice stocking stuffers. They're not expensive. They won't break the bank. Everything I just mentioned is from like five to like $12, um, but just a good way to protect your stuff. Um, we talked about pliers, but we didn't talk really about nippers. Mm. Um, and you guys are going to laugh at me for saying this, but Abel makes a pair of nippers. They are wildly expensive, but they cut like butter. I mean, I mean, I I, I named three hundred eighty dollars pair of pliers. So yeah. how bad could Abel <laughs> nippers be? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like well, they're but... like one hundred and forty five dollars, but they don't be. I mean, you can easily go to CVS and buy a five dollar pair of nippers. Yeah, One, you're not going to look at school. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, the, the, you know, when you get into that tougher stuff and you're starting to cut something really heavy, having a nice pair of high quality nippers. Um, and usually it's going to last you a lifetime. Really, it, it pays mm -hmm. for itself in my yeah. mind. Um, I mean, besides, look at you, you, $1,000 R8, right? Sage R8. You're throwing a $500 pair of G4 Sims waders, right? And then, you know super expensive like able real or something like that you're not gonna buy a cheap pair of nippers can't do that right 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 uh the other thing on my list i'm always like you guys know i'm always like chugging water mm -hmm. uh, hydrated so like uh the new thing is this new yeti yonder bottle which actually my company just gave me as a gift and it's sweet uh it's really lightweight customizable it comes in a bunch of different colors um really easy to hang off of your bag and such so I mean, that's another great like stocking stuffer kind of gift. Um, and I don't think we should be talking about, I mean, I could get into like sling packs and other things too. Um, but I don't know if they're accessories or more just like gear. I'd say they're an accessory. Oh, all right. Well, then I would throw in there's uh, my sling pack is made by Fish Pond. It's a Fish Pond Thunderhead submersible sling pack. It's that's, that, that's on my list. That's yeah. On my, that's really on my Christmas list. <laughs> It really is a great accessory. It holds your rod tube if you need it to on the side. holds a net. Um, has plenty of storage for all of your needs. Uh, and to top it all off, they come in a bunch of different colors. And they are 100% waterproof. So if you're <clears throat> fall prone like Qua, yes, this will make sure that all of your stuff stays inside and is nice and dry. Did you take that to the Seychelles? Uh, I actually took the Yeti backpack. Oh, okay. The Yeti Penga, which we could also throw in there, and that thing is a powerhouse itself. Um, that'll hold a lot more gear, obviously, than this uh, this sling pack will. Also waterproof. Uh, the zipper is really easy to open. Uh, really high quality stuff from Yeti as well. But that again is four hundred bucks, but worth it if you're doing like a very hefty trip where you need your stuff to stay dry. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a lot of us fishermen will fish heavy crazy water i mean even in a boat it'll be great in a boat because you put all everyone's wallets in there you know yep. what i mean everything that could probably get wet or lost you throw in a dry instead of you get like a dry bag you just have one of those bags you know what i mean that's why i want to get that's why i want to get the uh, that fish pond thunder one because my dry bag's falling apart so i might as well just get invest in a really good book bag and just use it double uses everything yeah yeah yeah. Well, 
if we're talking about dry bags, there's one that I got. Um, it's from a company in Tennessee. It's called Yukon Outfitters. I picked it up at a show in Harrisburg a couple years ago. I've taken that dry bag all across the country from the Keys to Yellowstone to the Salt off Jersey, Trout Streams here in PA. It is awesome. So that might be one to check out as well. There's a new company that I'm working with in a different project. Um, it's called Hella Dry. Hello Dry. Is it from Hella, California? Hella Dry. I don't actually know. <laughs> um, but they make some really cool innovative dry bags as well. Um, that rivals maybe Yeti as well. I mean, they make a waterproof backpack. Um, really cool stuff there. Um, and worth worth checking out, I think. Very One cool. thing I thought of too, when we were talking a minute ago about dropping expensive things over the sides of boats, um, was a product that I saw also on Instagram from a company called Robohawk. Um, they make a, it's kind of like a tether and a leash for your <laughs> cell phone. So, you know, I have if one you're of those. Afraid of, do you? Okay. I was going to say, if you're afraid of dropping your phone, uh, you know, overboard or in the river or anything like that, it's, you know, imagine like if you've ever been on a boat where you have the the safety leash that hooks to your kill switch, mm -hmm. right? It's a leash like that. It has, um, a special part that goes around the case, the outside of your phone and tethers to you to prevent you from losing it. So yeah, it might also be a good idea. Very important because there are those days on my little skiff when I, I'm trying to get those perfect release shots of you guys off the side of the boat and how many times I thought to myself, one day I'm going to slip and this phone is going to be 80 feet in the ocean and I'll never see it ever again. I, I bought the tether. I've just never brought it out. I always keep leaving it in my fishing room. I was just like, one day I, I'm going to regret not bringing this thing. Yeah. Also an American made product. Looks like uh, they're based out of Iowa from a quick, quick search. Sweet. The um for anyone that has a drift boat, just another idea that popped in my head. Uh, there is tornado anchors, which make a really cool anchoring system. Very innovative. Um, instead of it just being a hunk of lead, it actually has pivot points and it twists to form to like the rock that it drops on, or at least the gravel that it's on. Um, so you can get away with having a lot less weight, but the same stick. Um, so they make a really cool product for anyone that owns a drift boat and was looking to replace their anchor. Very cool. Hey, T hey, Tyler. I think I think we know someone that has a drift boat. I think he's requesting a, a Christmas gift for a drift boat. I know, right? Who is it that I know who has a drift boat? Yeah, yeah, and that happens to lose their anchor more than they should. Yeah, I think I see <laughs> him searching for rocks in the side of the river and trying to tie ropes around it every now and hey, then. Listen, all right. Another stocking stuffer for anyone that owns a drift boat. You should carry a basketball net, and that is a really good idea. Because if you do ever lose your anchor, not saying that one would. But <laughs> Who loses lose an anchor? anchor? Who loses you an can, anchor in a does river? That? You could take your basketball net and you could fill it with heavy rocks and attach the basketball net to your rope. And voila, you have a new anchor for $5 instead of the $300 it takes to buy a 20-pound piece of lead. Okay. Well, someone's getting a, uh, a lifetime supply of basketball nets. <laughs> yeah don't buy me the anchor just buy me basketball nets from this point forward. <laughs> basketball nets that's all you're getting all right cool a lot of cool accessories there definitely a little bit of something for everything actually they one more accessory we need well, i guess would be accessory we could fit in one. now we'll fit in with the next section we're gonna jump into clothing this is kind of one of those things where like it's super important uh for me i'm always out there during fall and gotta stay dry gotta stay warm uh Couple of things I have the uh, the Stormer Striker jackets. I have one of those. They are amazing. Uh, keep it warm. Keep you dry. Uh, super compact. They run around three hundred sixty bucks, but they're hundred totally worth every penny. Um, if the Striker jacket's too heavy, uh, the Stormer Swell neoprene hoodies. I have one of those. Those things are amazing. They're lightweight. They're light. They are made of neoprene and they will keep you dry, but they don't feel that that bulky tightness of from like a an actual like a Striker jacket. Um, Nothing that I've been seeing, and and my first mate Johnny has it all the time. This is a Tsunami Salt X hoodie. It's super. It's like a lightweight dry top, and keeps you super dry. And it's lightweight. Uh, it keeps you keeps you dry most of the time. Keeps you pretty warm too. Um, a couple other little things I like. Bibs can't go wrong with bibs when you're on a boat, right? Keeps you clean. You clean off. Uh, Grundon makes so many different version styles. Uh, just depends what you're looking for. They start out like hundred bucks, and you know, last thing, deck boots. You know, deck boots always come in handy. They're super universal. You don't even have to use them on the boat. You can wear them around the yard when you're doing yard work or something. Get your feet dry during the rain. Uh, Afco, Huck, 
and also extra extra tough makes them they, they start about 70 bucks a pair and then you move up um yeah those are my uh clothing accessories that i think were pretty make good stuff stocking stuffers big stockings if you're saying those uh those extra tough boots they also wash off nicely when you're out there uh you know trekking around in the mud of the, and muck of the salt marsh yeah. so i agree with that i love my pair so happy that i got some uh for me Number one piece of apparel. I'm going to call this apparel because, you know, you do wear it. Is the Costa King Tide 8. I got to say it. I'm, I knew um, that was coming too. I was like, <laughs> that's why I said, I was like, is it part of accessory or should it go with clothing? I was like, it's like it goes with clothing. You wear it. It's eyewear, you know. Yeah, it's, that's clothing. Yeah. yeah, you wear it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've been talking about Costa King Tide since I saw them at iCast. I just got my pair here recently. They're awesome. Um, You know, they're, they're so great. I don't even want to take them out of the box, which, by the way, the box is amazing that you get them in. So uh, I'm super excited about trying them out. They make them, I was just talking to Bobby about this this morning. They make them in uh, uh, six and eight. They're not really sizes. It's just the style of the frame. So six is a more, um, how do I want to say? It's more of like a, a straight frame. Uh, it's more of a lifestyle look, whereas the eight is designed for performance, designed for fishing. It's more of a curved look uh, as well, but they both come with removable side shields. And I know just wearing them a little bit with the side shields on, you can already tell how much extra light they filter out besides regular sunglasses. So they're number one for me. Um, number two, my good buddy, Captain Hunter Bach uh, in Florida, uh, his company, Aquatic Stalker, they make some really nice uh, fishermen's hoodies, sun shirts, other apparel. Um, I just ordered a hoodie from him as well. So I'm looking forward to wearing that. Something that you know, keeps you a little bit warm on those uh, cool spring mornings that we have up here, but also keeps the sun off of you during those hot summer days. Um, so that's something. And then uh, also grab your saltwater underground apparel, beanies, those great looking sweatshirts. I know Nick's got some of that available right now. So uh, I got the sweatshirt. I need to get a beanie, but you know, it's getting cold. Grab some great gear. Um, yeah, his, his, Squid design is pretty cool. Is it squid or is it an octopus? What is it? It's a squid. I think yeah, it's, it's a squid. His, his it's, a kraken. it's a squid. kraken. It's a kraken. It's a kraken. Um, for me, I mean, I'll start off just like you guys. I love extra tough boots as well. Uh, not so much for fishing and boating, but I love them just around all around the house. I mean, mm -hmm. I have chickens and they're great for the chicken coop. They're great for the snow. I pretty much wear them anytime it rains. So they're just a good all around boot, even though they're marketed for the boat. I will take this in kind of a different direction here because I'm a huge like clothing guy. Yeah. Um, you can see actually right now I'm rocking a flannel. So there's a few flannels that I've just become infatuated with. Okay. One of them is from a company called Poncho. They make this flannel. It's called the Blue Bison. Uh, 90 bucks. It is the nicest flannel you'll ever own. I can guarantee you right now. Like you just pick one up now. The thing that's so nice about this, not only is it medium lightweight flannel that doesn't shrink when you wash it, uh, it's also stretchy and more importantly, you know, like your front pockets on most of the flannels where you want to like maybe put your phone sometimes, put a pair of sunglasses, but you got to deal with this annoying button. All of their pockets are magnetic. Nice. Instead of having a little button, you just lift it up, magnets there, you flop it back down and you're done. Um, I'm a game changer. Wearing... I love flannel. Yeah, me too. I mean, right now, actually, I'm wearing a Sims flannel, which is another game changer. Really, really comfortable flannel. Does not have magnetic buttons, but another option for you. Um, I think in terms of rain gear, I am a big fan of the Reddington Wayward Guy Jacket. Uh, it's only 200 bucks, but it can do whatever you need to do. It keeps you warm. It keeps you dry. It's even light enough, though, to wear on like a warmer day. So it's kind of like that nice in-between, not too hot, not too cold kind of jacket. The other thing I always wear are sun shirts. Doesn't matter what season it is, but I'm always usually rocking a sun shirt. And there's a few that I've become really infatuated with, but the one that is the most comfortable sun shirt I've ever had, actually, Poncho does make one of those as well. Um, but Free Fly makes this bamboo shade hoodie. I mean, it almost feels like you're naked. We'll just be honest about it. It's like a wow. buttery material, and you just put it on, and it's like you're not even wearing anything. So, like, when you're in the depths of Florida on the flats being toasted, uh, this is the shirt for you. Uh, I have other sun shirts from Patagonia, but really this one from, like, Free Fly is, really takes the ticket. Um, as a another aside for Free Fly, um, thinking more about the ladies, they make some really great leggings that my wife really likes. Um, 
especially now that she's pregnant, having something a little more stretchy, of course, is really nice. <laughs> that was fun. For Thanksgiving, obviously leggings are also the go-to, although we just passed. But for Christmas dinner, you always want to have your, uh, what I call meat pants. <laughs> um, and then lastly, just to conclude, because everybody needs a good pair of flip-flops, um, Amazon, another stocking stuffer. Everyone should look up the fish flip-flop from Cadi. Maybe you've all have seen these, but they actually just look like bass and they've just been imprinted. They're stupid uncomfortable, but for like a gag gift and a stocking stuffer, they're perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. And get the matching like giant bass mailbox from Bass Pro Shop. There you go. With it. That's fantastic. <laughs> and, then that is... add, and then then you got to add in Billy the singing bass plaque yep. that goes on the wall. That's right. a lifestyle right there. Yeah, you know it's a good time when you walk into a place and they have one of those on the wall, let me tell you. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. It's going to be was, a great time. I'll be sitting there playing with it until it gets so annoying. Everyone just pulls the battery out of them. <laughs> I, I like the one where you can like record too that they have now. So you can like make it say whatever you want. Nice. I've seen some of those where people hook it up with their Amazon Alexa. Yeah, cool. They right? have Alexa talk through it. Yeah. Uh, I guess one thing I should mention though about clothing, since I brought it up, if you're getting a pair of sunglasses, spend the extra $10 to get a pair of keepers for them. So mm. you don't you don't drop your new pair of sunglasses over the side of the boat. You can see these are things we're worried about. The expensive yeah. stuff that we're going to buy or people buy for us, and then we drop over the side of the boat or in the river. Yeah, because right. if, if you get a pair of $10 shades and you drop it over, you don't care, right? But if you're spending three, $400 on a pair of shades, you're not going to want to drop it overboard. Exactly. Right. So that's right, Tyler. I was just going to say, and if you're getting apparel for somebody, do not replace their lucky fishing hat. No matter how many sweat stains are in it, no matter how many rips are in it, don't replace their lucky hat. Yeah, leave the hats alone. You talking about my Patagonia hat because it's gross and disgusting and has rips in it, but well, I was thinking about your West Branch Angler hat, but oh, all right, dude, don't remind one. me. Oh, I'm so see, sad. I lost see, this that. proves this proves my point. This is what I'm talking about. Oh my god, yeah, that one is in Key West somewhere. And if anybody finds an orange Key West, oh, <laughs> a West Branch Angler hat in the Keys, please, please let me know. Oh. Um, the- the good luck hat. Oh, going, going back to your retainers though, real quick, Tyler. So that brand I mentioned, Chums, for all the stocking stuffers, yeah. they make a ton of retainers. That's actually what the company was started off of. In every kind of material you could think of, uh, cotton, rope, neoprene, silicone, floating, mono, stainless steel, like they make every type of material in all different colors for all different seasons for all different holidays. So like they make a red, white, and blue if you want to switch it out and be patriotic. They make a Christmas-themed one. Um, so you can really go off and really get stylish with your retainers if you really wanted to, while also protecting your sunglasses. Definitely. All right. So, I mean, as we're near near the end of our episode and it's getting there, good hours, good enough, a lot of gifts, a lot of great ideas, uh, a couple of little things. If you guys, if if you can't really decide what you want to get your significant other for Christmas, you know what works well? Gift certificates to guide, a really good guide, favorite guides. We all have our guides, right? You know, Plenty of guides here. We got bad fish charters. We got party boats, gift certificates to their favorite guide. You know, Bobby would love Bobby. That's all Bobby wants. Bobby wants gift certificate to guides all around the country. That's all he wants for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You could also throw in uh, tackle shops. Go let yep. them pick it out. I mean, uh, Grumpy's, Betty and Nick's. Who am I forgetting? Uh, tackle, uh, tackle lines. directs, tight lines. There we go. Yeah, sport fishing outlet. Yeah, yeah. All, all the fun places, and that yeah. takes the pressure off you, but also supports your local shop. So exactly, that, and, and trust us, don't feel some sort of way because it's not a special cool thing in a big box. Just put the card in a box and, and just make them open it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like we're not gonna. You trust us? We will be insanely happy if we open up a box and it was like a five hundred dollar gift card to one of our favorite tackle shops. We will not be mad about that at all. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, honestly, um, as many great gifts as we've talked about and as many there are, you cannot overvalue, uh, you know, either a gift certificate or some cash to put towards a guided trip. You know, mm-hmm. it's much appreciated, especially when you're traveling. Um, you know, we mentioned about gift cards and gift certificates. I know my buddy Mitch over at Do North Fishing, um, he does gift certificates for sonar trips and for some of his other guided trips. So if, if you you know, are interested in learning more about like how to read fish finders, you know, specifically for him, freshwater fishing on the lakes or the river, he'll take you out for a couple hours. He'll teach you how to read sonar and graphs and things like that. Um, I think that'd be a good gift. Or if you're interested in getting into fly fishing or saltwater fly fishing, 
if you live in Florida, go visit Worldwide Flyworks and Outfitters or call up my buddy Rex at his shop in Jensen Beach. He will literally set you up with everything you need in addition to uh, custom tied flies. Yeah. yeah, we didn't talk about Stigler reels. How do you say them? Sigler. 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 I was going to say, why do I think there's a T? Yeah, Sigler reels are really nice. Make a great reel for a Christmas gift. Kind of <laughs> diverting all the way back to the beginning, but they make <laughs> really nice saltwater reels. Um, that certainly could be used for trout. I mean, I know he uses them for salmon, but he's a retailer down in Jensen Beach for Sigler reels, uh, and they are definitely worth the money. And they are coming out with a reel that's supposed to be designed for freshwater uh, trout fishing, I believe. I just got to see the prototype of it uh, recently when I was with one of Rex's friends, Matt North. So I know that's going to be something that he'll be looking at carrying soon, too. Very, very cool. And like like Bobby mentioned earlier, guys, uh, these gift certificates, these gift cards to all our local guides and tackle shops and stuff, you know, during this time of season, especially our winter, it's things slow down, everything slow down. So it helps the shops and the local guides and stuff, you know, keep busy and have, you know, helps them out with their finances and stuff. So if you guys can, can't decide what to do, gift cards, gift certificates, it supports the economy, supports our locals and uh, keeps things rolling. And one last thing I'll mention, um, you know, materials, whether that's for fly tying, right, or if it's materials um, for tying rigs, right, for saltwater fishing, uh, building leaders, all those kinds of things. The, the little things we don't really think about that we spend time over the winter putting those together, also great gift ideas. Yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else, boys, no. to mention? No, we want to conclude by putting you all on the spot. You get one gift. What are you getting? Oh, Tyler, go first. Okay. So for me, uh, since it's a big ticket item and probably no one would buy it for me as a gift, um, I would have to say a trolling motor with some kind of remote controlled spot locker anchor feature. You know, you, I have you already have one of those. I know, but I'm trying to think of for, for somebody that maybe wouldn't have those oh, because okay. that, that is a game changer. So that would be That's I'm, I'm gonna go selfless idea. here. I'll suggest something for somebody else that I already have, but yeah, it's a game changer. Whether you have a freshwater boat like I have or a saltwater boat like Qua has a trolling motor with some kind of spot locker anchor feature is a must have. Yeah. yeah. You can see the difference between me and Tyler right here because Tyler goes for a trolling motor. I would go for a 50 foot scout mm. without riggers and quad engines. Yeah, I would be with Bobby. I'd go with play <laughs> 2023, 2027 20, Pilot House Parker with like Here twins twins in the back. I need the Pilot House because I want a heater inside so I can stay warm on cold days, stay dry. Yeah, Tyler and his trolling motor. <sighs> we got boats over here. Santa ain't right. fitting that on the sleigh, boys. He's not fitting uh, that on the sleigh. Why, why would he when he just jumps in and drives it to your house and parks in the back and then kind of calls a reindeer to pick him up? His reindeer Uber. He Fair would be enough. so much more efficient with quad engines. Yeah. Rudolph, Rudolph, he could Rudolph probably, he could probably deliver these presents a lot faster with quads on the back. As long as he fill, as long as long he leaves it with a full tank of gas, I'll be right, happy. We've, we've digressed. Quad, give me something realistic. Something realistic. One nice A 49-foot Cobia. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see. What would I like? like if, honestly? Realistically? I'd like a uh, I'd like a trip to their stations. Mm. That's realistic, right? It's not a it's not a ginormous boat, so why not? I like. That. Oh, Bobby, he guessed what we got him. Yeah. I wish. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going back. Yeah, we're definitely going back. Surprise! We're going back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Bobby. What about you? You said yeah, something. Yeah, I, I know. I asked the question over here. Real, realistically. I could I could do trips, I could do this, but realistically, I would like a sage dart. Sage dart. One weight. One weight. Euro nymphing? For my or... unborn child. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and it's not cheap. There's no expensive rod. I mean, but I think that would be very cool to have. I mean, it's a the sage dart. Oh, they make a zero weight. What? What? Um, What's that's like a noodle? Yeah, yeah, they make a seven six zero weight. That's crazy. Mind that blown. Wrong. It must be one. No, they make a zero weight. But anyway, for eight hundred dollars, I would like a sage dart one weight. 
So my daughter has her first rod when she's born. Okay. Well, let me let me uh, let me see what Ty Chaser has in our uh, business account. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see if we can make this happen. Taking donations, <laughs> you can send them over to Ty Chasers. Uh, Ty, that's tied underscore Chasers slash GoFundMe. GoFundMe <laughs> for bit for baby Norgard's uh. Yeah, fly rod. But it doesn't. Come I mean, in-, in in reality, in reality, you know, we talk about all these gifts, right? We talk about all these high dollar dream things. But you know, if I could have one thing, it would be just a guarantee that next year I'm going to go out and have as equally a good of a year and making great memories, getting to see great places, and you know, as I did this year. So that's all I really want, to be completely honest. Honestly, you want to put in a box for me? I'd like a nice, fun trip. With, with my four boys here well three so i like a really good fun trip with lee tyler and bobby just one good weekend of just the three of us just having an amazing time fishing that that's that that would make it the world to me you know what i mean just a really good time getting us all three to get all four of us together and just crushing it i don't care if we catch fish or not just crushing yeah. it just straight debauchery yeah love it We'll, yeah. get, we'll, we'll, we'll get double boats so we can double drift down the Delaware, right? Two drift boats. We'll, we'll just sling beers at each other. So sweet. You bring water cannons. You go in the summer, we do like a smaller trip. You bring water cannons. Um, and, pretend we're pi- and, and pretend we're pirates. Yeah, exactly. Just the, the rule is you don't sink the boat. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And other than I mean, that, as long as we have anchors, right, Bob? Tornado anchors, to be exact. I would actually like one of those. I would like to change my answer from my one way. I would like a tornado anchor really badly because the rocks on the back of the boat are not doing it for me anymore. Yeah, there's also keep... something else I'd like Bobby to carry on the boat that would prevent these run-ins with We, we will not go there, Tyler. We went we went very, very sentimental there for a little bit, but now we've digressed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, let's wrap this up. All right, like definitely. All right, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another fantastic episode of Tide Chasers Podcast, where today we didn't help you become a better angler. We're just helping your significant other get you better gifts that you'd actually might like and not return or send it to the fishermen's flea markets at the end of the show season. Uh, besides that, thank you for listening, boys. Fantastic job on Choices of Gifts for this season. Hopefully a lot of our listeners get what they want. Uh, until I see you guys on the next one, happy holidays, boys. Merry Christmas, everybody. Play lines. Happy Hanukkah. Tight lines. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 930 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.